The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Hey, Blue. We are the Baseball Umpires Podcast for umpires by an umpire. We are more than just balls and strikes and outs and saves. Listen for tips, rule interpretations, equipment and attire reviews, interviews with umpires of all levels, and some funny stories that might come up every time out on the baseball field. If you're new to the field as an umpire or a seasoned vet in the world of umpiring, then this is the podcast for you. Hey Blue, the Umpire Podcast is part of the 1420 Sports Bar group of podcasts on the Belly Up Network. We just started there. Welcome to the Hey Blue Umpire <laughs> Podcast, the uh, Umpire Podcast for Umpires by an Umpire. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com. They get 20% off your purchase or uh, 20 bucks off or whatever it is. I don't even know anymore. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com. Check out all the great articles and other podcasts as well at BellyUpSports.com. Tonight, we are recording uh, the show from beautiful Haver, Montana. Host of the Northwest Class A Regional American Legion Baseball Tournament. Tonight, joined by some of the members of the Umpire crew for the tournament. Matt Ben, Tim Bigliotti, Seth Kitchen, and Cody Larson. Seth's upstairs. He had a little bit of a problem. Anyways, uh, all members of the Montana American Legion Baseball Umpire Association. How are we doing tonight, boys? Great, 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 great. Feels, feels good to only have one day left, i tell you that. Oh, without. Now to be done. The uh, we should have been recording last night after we were spilling a few beers. That's one of the best things about umpire, and I find is when you, you get together at when you get in, you start to get to know guys a little bit for the first few days of a tournament, and then you uh, you go out and have a couple of pops or beverages or whatever you want to do and start BS, and then the, the war stories come out. And we should have probably recorded last night from uh, what's the name of that bar we were at? Oxford, the Oxford, the Oxford. Some good stories were coming out, but we'll get into those in a little bit later on, uh, guys. You get in a tournament like this. Uh, and it gets kind of wears a little bit on you. What do you do to kind of go, okay, there's only a day left or a day and a half. So we had that rain delay on Saturday. And I think to me, it kind of pushed the, it was only the second day of the tournament, but it kind of pushed things back a little bit. And there wasn't a whole bunch of momentum hasn't picked up. How are you guys doing it day in, day out? Well, for me, I'm just enjoying, enjoying the tournament. I know it's my last season, one of the seasons, so. Just getting to know you guys better and coming out and yeah, chit-chatting, going yeah. over things. Yeah, Friday night kind of took, a like like Brent said, the wind out of the sails a bit because we had three-hour three hour rain delay and the game was only an hour and 20 minutes, but we stayed out until 2 a.m. And he said he pushed it back a little. And I think some of the teams probably got hurt more than any of us umpires did or uh, not uh, going out there every day, but. It seems to uh, have picked up a little bit. Intensity today was a little bit better. but Cody, you get out there and we do these games. You don't know who the heck you're working with. You don't know what the teams are going to be like. What do you, when, you, when you're driving in, I've always wanted to, it's like, I, can, I get a little not amped up but, or worked up. I don't know the proper terminology. But when you're driving into the, uh, to the city to work a, a tournament like this and you don't know who the guys you're working with, a couple here and there, you, you know their names, that's about it. What's going through your head when you're, when you're rolling in and you're thinking, what the? Fuck them, I get myself into with another weekend of this crap or what? You don't know uh, really what's going to happen, especially from the guys from the previous weekend. They're sharing stories and everything. Uh, what I try to do is just get out and have fun right away and get in the hot tub, have a Bud Light, and uh, just make it happen. Try to smile, not take ourselves too seriously, and have a good time with it. Well, we're all here for a reason. Oh, yeah. You know, we're, we're chosen 
by the state chairman or whatever. So, you know, this is what we do in the summertime. We're out to uh, give the kids the best ball game possible. And so we have to focus up too, just just like everybody else, but just come in and have a, have a good head on your shoulders and do the best you can and have fun with the guys that are yeah. around you. Is, Enjoy it. Is, it's funny you shared last night that uh, Oberg was trying to give you some yeah. some tips on on who's coming down from Canada and oh Canada blah, blah, blah. that's Oberg and it's <laughs> God bless him. He stopped patronizing me, Oberg. But uh, anyway. Oberg Oberg is the uh, umpire podcast gift that keeps on giving. Right, comes down to it. it there's always go Moonarts if you're listening, Oberg. Go Moonarts. <laughs> Moonarts. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, no, it was. You said you, like Brent and you both said you show up and you're like. I maybe heard these guys' names before, but I never worked with them, never seen them work. But uh, honestly, I think the six of us gelled pretty quickly and Shit, and got it uh, got it going pretty good because there was a there's a pretty un, pretty big understanding between the six of us that this is a big tournament, um, not only for the players, but you know some for us too. Like Tim said, he's only got a couple, he's only gonna do it for a couple more years. Um, for me, it's exciting to get to to work with this this guy, but um, it's been good. It's been a good weekend so far. So. Tim, you've been doing this a long time. What uh, what keeps you coming out year after year and thinking like one more year, one more year, I can do another state or another region or whatever it's been. What what gets you out? Because uh, I know I know you love it just like by by the, the uh, look of the, the back of your truck there with all the jerseys you got hanging there. So you, you must have a bit of a passion for for just to not go out and make a couple of bucks, but to go out uh, week after week and year after year. What what keeps you going? Well, it just goes back to when I played. My dad umpired my games and they all did the best so i decided when i was done playing ball that that's what i wanted to do i had i wanted to give back to the kids once i figured out my life because for a little while you know i wasn't really doing things i should have been doing but then i got on the straight and narrow and just decided just to go out and teach kids even you know because like there's guys that'll graduate from double a ball and then they don't do anything next summer well i try to bring them in and get them in the system with us you know that some of the dudes that go to school at msu that's a prime picking spot for young kids that are even on the club team i picked up the manager player coach this last year he did great this summer ask questions and that's the best thing you could ever ask. You that's know? like we talked about last night a lot about just like in you guys have a lack of in some places, and there's some some guys you know not not very good or whatever it might be. And like, well, it's, like it's, even, it's, it's it's recruiting and retaining guys, right? And it's right. tough. And, and Cody, where you Cody, are, you, where you, he lives, it's, just the one man man. Impossible. You're by yourself. You, you yeah. pretty much every game you do, it's, you do play, play by yourself and everything else. Yeah. And you, you grab another a shirt filler, maybe. Yeah. What's what do you think that can be done in your area? Like it's tough. There's not a lot of people, right? Or, or not a lot of players, everything else. Like what, what, uh, if you were king of the king of the world, king of the third world country and figured out what could you possibly do in your head to maybe recruit guys, like something that you, you want to do, but don't know how to go, go about doing it. What kind of support do you think is needed to get that going? You know, I think with anything, you have to be able to promote this at any type of level and continue to bug people and promote it and promote it and, really sell it and you know if you have a couple bucks in your back pocket to help with the promotion that thing helps too i think the more you promote it the more you are good to people and things like that and share all kinds of different sides of this industry and business i think it's going to help especially in my area now we're covering a lot of ground with very few guys and we're trying to do some things trying to 
see where we can go with it. But I think if the more you promote things, uh, be very clear with people on your details and your intentions of where you want things to go. I think that's a big bonus and being how you transparent, can, being transparent and tra how you want to help with anything, especially when you're lacking numbers. The, the biggest thing, like, like we, we do our, we got a few guys. We like, we went from a few guys that could do it. Now we're up to 10, 12 guys. We don't, we feel pretty comfortable putting on the Legion field. And it's good. Like then just, and recruiting and re retaining. And the biggest thing for us, I think, was getting guys a pay raise was, was the biggest one, one of yeah. the things. And the coaches and the, the organizations wanted to make sure they said, okay, we don't mind paying, but we want guys who can do it. We don't want, want a shirt filler out there. Is right. that something, Tim, you that you need a warm body out there? Is, is that something you find that down south there that you'll like, okay, yeah, it's fine, but we, we don't want just guys out there. And even, even me, I think I don't want to, I don't want to say I want to work with a guy who's a shirt filler, but. You you expect a level of uh, professionalism once you go out there. Yeah, we have a good time. Yeah, we screw around now and then here and there. But when when it's go time, it's go time. Is that something you try to promote when you're when when you're getting guys to go out go there go out there and do it? Well, yeah, but I promote I promote that we're you're out there to work hard because you're working for these kids. You're not working for me. I'm not paying you. You got You got to want to. You know, if you love this game. You have to want to go out there and do your best for the kids and for yourself. And it's a pride thing for me because if I have a hard, bad game, I'm hard on myself for like the next week. People don't understand that. Well, us umpires will like, you know, we can get down in the dumps too. We get in a slump every once in a while. Like what? Let's like, I don't, I'm, I won't bring up names or anything or, or it's a, well, fuck it, who cares? But it's one of the, like when, when you, make a call or miss a call or say you, you might miss a block you might miss that and you, you think did i really miss that it, it, yeah it goes in your like, head right and it's like yeah. and then you're kind of looking and you're kind of looking at the scoreboard thinking fuck me did that is did that i just do that and then you're praying for the fucking baseball guy to make it right so you're like you. okay if, if just I, balls too high balls i hope, too high. I, hope yeah. I, I hope i didn't fuck that team out of whatever because because right. uh, i i may have missed a block with some dickhead i shouldn't say dickhead coach because they're all most of them are pretty good guys nowadays. We'll get in that a little bit now or, or later on. But Matt, do you find that too? Like sometimes when you're you're, you're like, well, fuck, did I kick or a strike? I had like a three-two pitch. Yeah. Two pitch, and you miss that strike, and, and all of a sudden, like, fuck. oh, fuck. and then the next guy rips one, and yeah. it's like, oh my god! And with, without fail, it happens too. When, right. you, when yeah. there's a three-two pitch, and you and, right. and you blow it, and you get a lot of side eyes, and it's guaranteed it's a double yeah. down the line, also in a run score. Well, like today, like just today, for example, we. I had a three and two count leadoff batter, and I probably I probably missed strike three on him. He ended up going to he ended up going to first base, and the before the next guy threw the next pitch, I'm like, God, I hope they fly out here. Like I like you know what I mean? Like yeah, like like please somebody like because that guy scores now again. The game was close. It was two two one or whatever it was. Yeah. So you know that guy on being on first base at this kind of tournament that that could be a run or a potential potential situation right. and that right. could be could be the end of someone's year right That's so rough. it's like yeah shit I probably missed that pitch and and now I hope it's a kid it's a pop up or strikes out or you know like I'm not wishing for that but I am uh, yeah, yeah it's kind of like God so like, someone God. catch the next ball you know like get me out of this bullshit oh here. yeah exactly yeah. I'm in the quicksand because yeah, somebody you, throw like, me oh, a fucking like, oh. rolling in your own head like what did i just do here it's yeah bad. and that's the worst yeah being between your own fucking ears yeah 100 you just, start thinking out there you're screwed you just gotta be like fuck it i gotta just be black and white and just call it let's go yeah, yeah we were like talking about getting guys to do it and everything else and and then tim you're talking about doing 
do the best you can do. And, I, and one thing that I, I don't think that um, maybe they do, or maybe they don't, or maybe I'm just overanalyzing because that's what I do this, this baseball thing, is that I think that if, if umpires ourselves, not not the umpires association, because they they they're that's all we'll get into that in that's half a, a second. Other, that's all another conversation we can have. But I think that that if you tell um, associations like the Haver North Stars or the the Glendive, whatever the fuck they're called, or, or the the, the Belgrade Belgrade or whatever, if you went and said, okay, listen, if you want to pay to get guys and help out to, to recruit guys, I don't I don't think you would get any pushback from them because they'd be like, yeah. We want good umpires because the kids deserve it, and not so not so so much the parents, but the parents are paying for the kids, so because they're paying for everything. When it comes down to right. it, I don't think parents would ever say, "No, let's keep having shitty umpires or, or no umpires or one guy or anything else." I think if, if if the associations were made aware of the 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 lack of and why there's a lack of, I think they'd be more than happy to help out. When that you, I, yeah, 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 I do, I do believe that. Yeah, I do too. Well, the thing I'm running into is like we've off, we've asked the colleges, the junior colleges down here in Montana, and the, the big push is their basketball. So we try to rate ourselves. We try to get our money. Money's about the same with the basketball guys, but they still don't want to do it They because they're not bringing any money for baseball. So we're running into a whole thing where, why don't you want good guys? And I finally got them to pay some mileage from guys about three or four hours away. And so I, I don't, I guess I don't understand the gripe with. You want to bring people in for a room, so we are running into a little bit of that pushback from some areas and schools and things like that and programs, just with the uh, pushback of financial things. Well, and that's the thing, and like we we got that in, in southern Alberta, there we were getting the situation there about pay and everything else, and like the pay was comparable to nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, it's like, like, well, th- this needs to change because you see everybody else is making money. You got coaches making money. Yeah. You got these academies making money. Everybody else is making money. Yeah, and they're they're not doing it for free. So why should we? Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, and it's, it's not like it's an exponential amount. Like it's not a huge amount of dollars you're asking for. It's maybe 20, 20, 25 bucks a game. Well, certainly we get Plus, taxed on it anyway. Yeah, so so then, we ain't making anything anyway. So the, the thing is, and you're not, you're not getting rich doing it, but you right. want to be compensated for your time. And then when you go to, to, to these coaches and say, it's only going to be four bucks a parent or right. four, it's a, that's all it is over, over the 30 games. And I don't, I don't a kid, know. A kid just has to sell two more lottery tickets. Now, like in the state yeah. of Montana, like and that let's get into Montana State because like Southern Alberta Association, we're part of the, the Montana uh, Umpires Association. Do they set? Because I don't know this, why I'm asking. Do they set the rates throughout the state, or is that for like the South has this, the the East has this, the West has this, the each North team, has this? Each team does their own. Each team does their own. Yeah. So wait, so so it's the, not an association. The thing team, at all. like like let's just say I'm going to Belgrade do a game. The team decides how much they pay me at the beginning of the year. Yep. Well, through our MOU, we basically it's sixty five bucks a game because we're seven and sixty five. Doesn't matter if it's A or B, mm-hmm. C. That's two thousand Canadian dollars. Yeah, it's really close. Yeah. <laughs> but like sixty five bucks a game in seven innings. That's 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 not even ten dollars an inning. No, like that's not enough. I'm just, like I listen. Well, I know. I I, I I I understand. There's a financial stress on people. I know but, that's not enough. But if you want to have quality umpiring, guys are not going to come to the field for ten dollars a game. Yep, they won't. I didn't. Yeah, or ten dollars an inning. Sorry, it's just not. It's not possible. That's why we raise ours. You guys, they all they bitch about the umpires. We get 
reports every year and blah blah blah. Well, the only way to get better dudes and to and retain to, and to retain guys and to teach them is by throwing a little more money out. Yeah. You know, so and we need to do a lot more better training too around here. Oh, it's just terrible. Well, let's get into that. Like one we, time a year is not good enough. One, one time, time a year, where, where, where you're there and all you're doing is shaking hands and, and all these babies and hey, hi, how are you? And see you later. How was Christmas? And and seeing seeing and your see seeing your president, your vice president, once a year, and hearing from them maybe once or twice a year. That's absurd. It is. Because if you're trying to build something, everything should be out in the open, and nothing is. Everything's a secret down here. You don't find out things until the last minute. Yeah. Well, it's it's odd to me. Like this week, and I kind of I don't know. I've I've never met these these, these guys. I I don't know who they are. Well, you met them. You met him at the meeting. No, I didn't. I, I couldn't go. I was, oh, doesn't uh, matter. But yeah, go ahead, Brad. Well, I've, I've never met these guys, but I I thought for sure this weekend at the regional tournament, which is pretty big for for Montana American Legion, it's a big it's a big event, right? Yeah, I thought for sure that maybe we would see see the the grand boobahs of the umpire world. Well, usually for, they work the they work the tournament, right? So then they're there. Well, like nobody it, shows up. Like if it was if it was me, like if I was in charge of the, I would say, hey, thanks, hey, congratulations, you're right. here. Maybe run an evaluation or whatever it is, and then go, okay, now now we can build on something, and then it's something for other umpires to to build on uh, to to see, okay, I went, I did this tournament, now I can go to this one and this one and, and so on, because like you, you and those like, guys when, can when, actually go do clinics too. Like when you go, like when you get. Right. To get to the level that we're at right now, to get picked to do these tournaments, you, you have to to like it is mm -hmm. one thing. There's no doubt about that. Like we all like doing. It. In fact, you get, to, you get passionate and stupid and goofy about. It. Like umpiring is a goofy, stupid thing. It, let's not kid ourselves. Like we shine our fucking shoes for some reason. They're dirty with hairspray. 20, <laughs> with, with hairspray, and they're and they're dirty twenty seconds after when you get in the fucking field. So who cares? Right. But like and, and different shirts and on and on. You talk about umpiring and stupid stories that our wives get sick about hearing about all when. But, so we we hear things, but it's one of those things that we we love to do it. It just doesn't seem like so when, when you're when you get so enveloped in, in it, it's odd that we don't have the outer sources helping us out to to, to or being as excited as we are as excited it. as we are about it. or like putting money or putting money forward to get training and and show up to these tournaments and and you know I'm not saying all of us need to get evaluated every game like maybe not myself but you guys have been doing it a lot longer than I have and and I'm not saying that. Having an evaluator here would change the way we do things, but you know, for us, for us, we we show up at in Southern Alberta. We show up at games because we feel we have an onus to the new guys and to guys that are trying to get better to help them get better. And the only way, like we can do clinics and we can do whatever, but the only way you get better is putting yourself in that game situation. Yeah, you got to be on the field. And, and, you know, and we can, we can set guys up for success and all that stuff, but you're really not learning things unless you fuck them up in a game situation. Oh yeah. And, and that's you know, how you learn. Exactly. And or we, quit. we haven't really had any situations this weekend. Oh fuck. You just fucking killed us. Right <laughs> but we should have did this podcast tomorrow. Yeah. Right after the game. Yeah. But, but I mean, thanks we, a lot. We, all of us in, in the years that we've been doing this, I've had the situations where like, Hey, I fucked that up. Now I'm never gonna do that again. You know what I mean? And, and the more guys, the never, more never is a really long time. Never's. But but what I'm saying is, you're learning from that situation. <laughs> you made a mistake. That's all I'm saying. Cody, last night when we were I don't know on beer number or whatever it was, and we were bullshitting about the funny situation. You, you said that your dad was an umpire as well. Yeah. Um, 
is he what got you into it or was it something if, he, if let's say if your dad wasn't an umpire would you have gotten into it anyways because because you like baseball was it something you know probably, or was just the next step this this was probably the next step i was still playing actually umpire my first legion game as a sophomore in high school so i'm around year number 20 oddly which is crazy to think and like tim tim and myself we He's both had dads have um done this before us and i don't think i would have gotten this business without him i always kind of like this side of the sport yeah and the game um but i just started doing it i started from little league and everything on up and kept working kept doing legion and legion and running the junior college stuff and things like that now so i i, I think without him doing all the stuff that he did especially not only in baseball but also in basketball as well i probably wouldn't be doing this but what i'm learning more and more is with this whole business it's it's it, it's really is just education and teaching working with people and that's one of the things i've always learned from you know tim's dad my dad everyone you know it's it's, it's been a unique and fun learning experience i appreciate you calling it a business you know it is it is that's what i'm saying is yeah. most people just think we go yeah. out there to like we go out there to do a job yeah. and, and 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 there's times when when i go out there and i don't know because I'm, I'm i'm fired dark and through and through there's no getting around that but like there's times when I go out in the field, and sometimes I think I'm the only, I'm I care more than any of the players, coaches, or parents. Oh yeah. Well. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? We put more time into it a lot more. Yeah. You know, because when their off season comes, they go play other sports, and dads become dads again, and coaches go drive truck, and we're if if you love it, you're always watching, you're always thinking in it. something, something's your going on. Baseball is always in your head. You're in the mirror doing your signals and right. Like I do that. I lay in bed and throw a fucking sock up and then hit me in the fucking eye, right in the head. What? I just weird. lay there and then throw it up and fucking smack me because you got to stay in tune with pitches. I think last night after our 12th beer, I got home and watched about an hour of Tim Cheetah. Oh, Timmy Cheetah. <laughs> Tim Cheetah, the history of Tim Cheetah. is like, what's he doing? What can I put into my game and stuff like that? Just to just evolve. How do you think you can get, like, we have a few guys that are borderline. Like they're like, they listen to the show, or whatever. They know who they're like. They're 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 close to being the, to the next level. Not great umpires, but like to pretty good. You know, like what's what's the key to getting these these guys who are okay to the next level? Like, because if you're not passionate about it, because I think you you got to be a little passionate about it early. It's something that you that sunk into you a little bit more than than when you you start learning about it. Like you got to have something loose in your head become an umpire you get even more loose in your head to become a good umpire and then even more loose to become a really good umpire right so it's one of those like how do you how do you get guys like to to cannot convince them it's a bad, bad terminology but, but to convince kids or guys hey you're, you're pretty good at this but like what do you got to do like what like what what do you got to do because it's tough i just make it fun for them you know i just go on and have fun every day with yeah. my young guys because i'm like you don't you can't don't have you you don't want to think out here. You just want to react. If you played the game before, you know where you're going to have to go. If you, I, for me, it's just people, they don't want to get out of their own way. They want they want to do things the way that they think they're doing it properly. And no matter the level of instruction, <laughs> and I think that has nothing to do with it. It has completely everything to do with their attitude. With their attitude. If, if, you're, if you're like, hey, I'm pretty good at this. That's a bad fucking attitude to have, man. Every all of us six guys that are working this weekend, there's still shit that we work on every day when oh, we go out there. Oh yeah, and we're never going to be perfect. Never. Even at even at the major league level, I'm sure those guys 
as good as they are, they're always something, they're working on something in a game, whether it's their footwork, whether it's getting to the outside of a base to get a better angle. You know what I mean? Like, like it sounds ridiculous because we do it all the time, but those are just the things that, and if you, and if you think you're already doing it at a good level, you're not going to advance. You're going to, you're going to get soft. Mm -hmm. You're going to, you're going to regress. You got to keep pushing yourself. You 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 always got to promote in this business, but this business, to want to learn. The minute the minute you know everything, you should go. Right. Like you need to get you out. Need to leave. Like yeah. you should want to fuck up a million times and a million one more. And because things didn't happen for me right away. It took me fifteen plus years to get a state tournament and you know, I was pissed, but now I'm very thankful that I had those experiences where I screwed up a couple times, made a couple mistakes and now it's just it's going good. I, I think if we tell our younger folks and people who are climbing the ladder right there the minute you really think that you are that good, you probably should get out fast. Or or have it completely change every change. Your thought process like, on everything. Like you sitting around here at the round table, perfect. I, I mean, this is just perfect. We're talking about our experiences and everything like that. And people, when you go to those tournaments, you want to be a part of all that stuff. And that's one thing I brought to our state level is we've, we've, we've gone through so many tournaments where we have guys that only want to work a day at the tournament or they got a dentist appointment on – Tuesday, well, or, they, thinking, or they're going to the concert. Yeah, well, I'm thinking if you if you really want to succeed at this stuff and be part of the guys and want to grow in your profession, go balls to the wall and want to learn. And and that's one thing that drives me nuts is, is that well, I'll do this, but I don't want to do any plates, and I, I yeah. I'll do this, but I don't want. Well, then don't, then don't. Well, yeah. that we have, means you don't want to do it. We've got a young guy here in Seth who yeah. still asks us questions. Yeah, like, hey, Vic, did I do this right? And like. I watched, I, like, I watched it in slow motion, homie, so I don't know. Yeah, like Seth, Seth he was uh, – it, it, it didn't factor in the game at all. He's a, he's a very he's good a umpire. Very good, he's umpire. very good umpire. And he still um, asks questions. And he still, and last, and still yesterday, he had a little situation where there was, a, there was too many baseballs in play. Right. <laughs> like it was – it didn't factor in That's the game at all. Happening. It wasn't a big deal. And it, 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 it – no, like it, the only people who knew were probably the uh, the, the four or five guys that, that were, were on the, <laughs> the ball. Like nobody else knew. Been watching. The Alaska coach, he asked me, he goes, so uh, what yeah. happened there? I said, well, once he did that, the ball, it's it's dead. It's, it's just right. too many baseballs, right? And so – Can't play with two. And, yeah. Seth, and Seth probably – he was beating himself up about, a little bit the last rest night. of the game. Yeah. And then he talked about it last night and everything else. He probably talked about it today to whoever. Like, when you make mistakes, and he's a very, very good umpire. Yes. And you make mistakes, and, like, you go – like, we laugh and whatever. Like, don't beat yourself up about it. Who cares? Well, big picture – who cares? Right. If it's the ninth inning of a fucking of the World Series, well, it's a different different situation. Yeah, right. But with that, it's like and runners all right, at third. Right. Well, just think. Seth brought up a call he made last year at districts that he still is like. Thinking I'm not sure. Yeah. He still thinks he still about thinks it. About it. So, it. so to be good at it, like this goes back to the original original thing. Like tonight, we we're talking about. Like you, it drives you crazy when you're like, don't I don't want to be the reason to fuck up a game. I don't want to be the reason for a game. And and he's and for Seth to keep talking about that. Is still in his head. So if you're not at that level when you're thinking about things all the time, you're you're probably not going to get. If you're just here for your mileage and your free hamburger and fucking making a couple of bucks, you and aren't going to get better. And being part of the crew, yeah, you're not going to you're not going to get better. No, and and that, and that's one thing that I hope we can that we were trying to get to throughout, like in Southern Alberta. There, like we're like, okay, well, you, you're. And so, here we are. We're at the end of the tournament, and I don't want the fucking tournament to be over right yeah. now. 
Yeah. Because now you guys are my brothers, and I don't want you to go. Because when you leave, it's going to be over. It's over, and, and that's going to stop. And, and, and it's, it's, like, it's, it's a talking about. And then I'll go through stupid. seasonal fucking depression again. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, and then the season's over, and, I, and then you're like, like, I don't know how you guys feel. Like the the worst part of a game for me is about two hours before thinking, "Fuck, I got to do this again." No, I don't think that. Like, I, like, I do. I do a little bit, but get excited. I, but once I get to the room, excited, shine yeah. balls, get my shoes ready, and everything else, and I'm like, I, I love yeah. doing it. Yeah. But there's that little spot in time before every game, like, fuck, I'd rather be going for a beer, watching the fucking game, or or something else, you know, like. But especially like this this time <laughs> of the like this point of the season, because you do a hundred. Well, how many, how many games, games you got right now? One hundred and fourteen. Well, it's all said and done tomorrow. Yeah. But um. All 102 by tomorrow. Yeah, so it's a lot. Like it's a lot, and, you, and there's times where you, you just go fuck. Like maybe I'd rather be doing something yeah. else. But once you're once you're doing it, and you're on the field. Yeah, and you're having it's great. And it's, you're it's back it's in the fun. Yeah. And, and a new story comes about. We we bitch about a coach. We bitch about a player. The right. player's been great this weekend. Yeah. But the the and, and there's there's another story to be told in the dressing room after the game, and, and then there's something we'll, we'll tell the same fucking story from the same place in ten years from now. And okay, I've heard the story already, man. Like, fuck whatever, dude. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's it doesn't great. matter. Tell me I, again. I think, again, what, what we're talking about how those guys borderline get better is you guys both did over 110 games this year, or over 100 games this year. If you if you think you're in a good spot, you better be doing a lot of games yeah. because you, the only way you get better is to do games. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's And if it's, you it's enjoy being out there, yeah. then be out there. Yeah. If you, like down in the south, I do eight teams, and I'll have two more next year. Yeah. So I'm gonna be all over. I'll be driving about 150 miles back and forth. Yeah. Just to bring new guys up because it's gonna be one of their guys from wherever in Butte, and then it's gonna be me, or it's gonna be Lance, or it's gonna be Eric. But we're gonna go build those guys up. And then I'm going to take over Helena, like, too. Take over the world. <laughs> That's what I planned. Start with, start with Helen first. Because <laughs> I didn't... Actually, I started Alua, A-L-U-A, yeah. because I didn't want to be part of Malbua anymore. Yeah. I was wondering about that. That's yeah. why I started it. And I was wondering where, where, where that was going. Because I got now. fucked yeah. in an election. Yeah. And they, it was in Missoula, and it was all the... The president and vice president right now and all their cronies and i wasn't at the meeting and nobody voted for me i would have voted for you i would have voted for you but there you were like, been my vice there, president. Were like there, there were 15 dudes there. i don't know let, let canadians vote in american elections like that but we'll give it a shot <laughs> that day well I, I tried i tried to get proxy votes and yeah. they said it, it 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 wouldn't go through and i was like why not you guys yeah. voted like that before Cody, what's uh, what's your favorite thing about it? Like when it's all like when you like you wake up and you got we're we're here in beautiful Haber, Montana, the American Inn by Wyndham on a patio and bugs are flying around. You're thinking that we got you're doing the plate in the, the noon game tomorrow. What like what what do you like about it? I like the energy. I like when you get out when you get out there and you don't know what it's gonna be, but if you got both teams chirping and getting after each other, I think that's great. You guys, we get guys that will step in. Now you can't do that and. We gotta remember this is a kids game, and if you have the more the energy and the music pumping in the background, I, I just think it's 
fantastic when you get to that point, first pitch. The, the best two games we've had this weekend are when, oh, yeah. are when the teams are amped up, yeah. the crowd is there and they're buzzing, yeah. and and the emotion. Yeah. The emotion yeah. brought into those two games, like the, you had with Haver and, and Powell, and I had it with Belgrade and Alaska. Yeah. Like the games were close, they were competitive, and every when we go home, like barring what happens tomorrow, okay, obviously get very exciting, but those are the games that I'm going to remember. Yeah. And I wasn't even in one of the games. I was watching. Yeah. You know, that's the game I'm going to remember. Yeah. And, you know, we don't necessarily get those competitive games every time. No. But those are the games that make me want to come back. Yeah. And make me want to do more. Well, like, I, I, was, I think I was talking to you out in the field there about, like, when you do, like, Legion baseball, there's times where there's games that aren't good. Like, oh. let's not, let's not sugarcoat it. There, no. There's teams, there's big games like, oh, my God, what's that? fuck am I doing now? This, this, this isn't fun. It's hot bugs and blah, blah. Like for every one really good one, you, you might get four stinkers. Right. That's true. It's just the way it is. And it's, well, that's it's what baseball. It is. That's, that's the way it is. Baseball. I mean, that's it's, it's, it's what it is. And you, you just, but you get games that are, that are, that are good. You have a conversation with a catcher or who it might be. And you joke at a, at when there's a pitching change and they're, they're meeting around the mound, you say something dumb to a coach and they look at you funny and you remember that stuff. And if you, that and that keeps the fire in the, like for me that keeps the fire in my belly a little bit like a like on on what was it Saturday night we didn't get off the field till one thirty because the rain day and whatever it was and you're you're wired a little bit when it's all said and done you got to have a few beers and whatever it could be but like when you when you're wired after a game like you, that's why I that, that those thoughts keeps me going you well that and just just being a part of things with everybody yeah you know. Yeah, and just being part of the game. This is just the love and the passion of the game keeps me going. What could our so like our association? I'm talking Montana American Legion for now. People listen right across the country, across the states. I'm sure they have the, the same gripes and everything else. Umpires always we find a way to bitch about stuff we can't mm-hmm. control, and we just bitch about it and don't try to fix it. What's something that we could go go to our association say? You know what? We obviously have a problem with 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 not having enough guys because like. Um, like here, here in, in Haver, uh, Kane and Darren do every game, and right. that, and that's got to get tough not only on 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 those two, but it, it's got to get tough on the teams as well to see the same guys night same in night games. out. Right? I I don't think that's right. And Cody, you were saying that no matter what, you're doing all the games. You're a one man show, yeah. and that's got to get tough on those teams as well. Yeah. And it's like, what does what could the Montana American Legion Baseball Umpire Association do to help out these situations in in these smaller centers that don't have a, a big a big pool of guys to, to to do anything what could they do well they just need to start throwing the money and and getting them being able to travel you know i'd go anywhere to work yeah. if mm-hmm. i had enough guys in the south to do what i'm doing right now if, if i if i could leave the south and go help cody or roll up to canada or go anywhere i would just to help people out because i go on the weekends that I don't have tournaments, I go to Helena, I go to Whitefish. Yeah, money talks. Yeah. And so it's not to get rich, it's just to, no. to, to, to be paid for my, my time. But I'm gonna come, I'm gonna help you. I'm helping you out, actually, because you don't have enough guys. So I'm helping you out. I have enough dudes down here to take care of things for me. Yeah. So I can go and help other teams and tournaments so you're able to play games and you're not having to bring up dudes from Babe Ruth to do double A games which happened this last year yeah and at the tournament I was at well, why, but, why don't why, why don't 
associations see that. Like like I said earlier, like there isn't there is not a parent, well, they player, don't. or a coach who wants to see a, a one umpired game or or, or a no shitty team. umpire. Nobody game. wants to step up anymore. Nobody wants to go out on the field and umpire baseball games. They don't want to get yelled at or whatever it is. I'm really not sure, but you've got a thousand people in the stands and they're umpires because they're bitching at us. Well, that's one thing I'm going to do. Is, and is it's like is why that, don't they? I'm, I'm, actually, I'm going to get a. Uh, uh, an application form to be an umpire and hand them out or uh, start asking gu- guys for, 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 for resumes. Like, just roll yeah, them resumes. Shoot them up hey, there. It's not, it sounds like you're really good. Could I have your resume to be an umpire? Right. Hey, if well, you live in Belgrade, Montana, and you had a kid that played in Legion Baseball this year, we got an application for you. I've tried, you worry. I've tried to bring some of them dads in from Belgrade, and they're just like, yeah, maybe I will. And then they'll come out, they'll join my association, and then work one game and be like, oh, I'm busy. Or I'm going to go watch my son play college ball early on in the spring. But yeah. what what about summertime? Your son's not playing anymore. Why don't you come out? Where are you at? Your son's in college. He's You're not just even talking. living You're just <laughs> talking now. He's not Why do you want to just be part of something? Why don't you do something? You can't just talk to me about it. You have to come out and show me. And all it is is talk anymore these days. Yeah. You know, and And if you get the younger generation and try to build them up, you know, then then we're working somewhere. But I can't go out and get somebody my age and say, "Hey, you want to come out and umpire?" Like we talk about this a lot on the on the Hey Blue Umpire podcast. Is that uh, the the yelling and the screaming and the YouTube videos and the things that you see on whatever TV station, especially down down in the states here, about the the abuse that umpires get and everything else? I for one don't like up where we are. We, like, there's the odd parent that gets a little round box, but it's not that. Like it's nothing. No. Like it, it's not you, like the, it's not that like you, you throw what stuff here. out there like, and they, they well this this guy attacked somebody it happens in all facets of life. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think you, you've been around for a long time and Tim you've been around for a long time and and Matt you played for a long time. I personally don't think that abuse towards umpires or officials is nearly as bad as it was twenty years ago. Like not even close. No, well, I'm sure like your dad has a bunch of stories. Like that. remember them, yeah. Well, yeah, that's but yeah, it, it seems like every yeah. guy has a story like that, and I that's just inevitable on it. Like, I don't know if there's an actual way that we can completely fix that. Um, you know, like for us in Southern Alberta, you know, the little in the little league scenarios, you know, if uh, if a player or coach, player or coach, um, gets thrown out of a game, okay, um, the way that our little league associate had. Little League Association handles that is that that parent or that coach, before they can come back to another one of their children's games or kid teams games, they have to take the Little League clinic online and they have to umpire two games. Sweet. So I, I I'm not saying everyone can do that. That's that's not really feasible. Okay, but especially at the higher levels, obviously. But it's a way that that parents can understand a little more that okay. Just because I'm bitching from the stands doesn't mean I just get a free pass. Yeah, you know what? What? Well, what, they learn the game too. Yeah. Like what I find funny is that like we all fucking we all bitch about coaches and that guy and this guy and and not not guys this weekend so much because Smith, like I said, has been pretty good. But we all like, well, that fucking guy said this, so I motherfucking him back. We're just as bad as some of these coaches are when it comes down to it. Sometimes, right? Yeah. Like really, when it comes down to it, like a coach will say something. 
and I, like, I'm personally, I'm like, I'll say something, and the guy he'll say, "I'll well, fuck, sh- whatever, shut up," and done deal. Like there, there's a lot of umpires who give how much they take. They give more than they take. They and then they and then right? they and then they fucking say, "See ya," because they can't chit chat their way out of it. They put themselves in the situation, but can't get themselves out of it. Well, that's one thing you you said, Cody. You're I think you're 19 at this point last yeah. night when you said uh, you you said like umpiring isn't hard; it's the managing the people, yeah. right? And and that's the biggest thing. You and it's a skill like you got to learn. You can't. I don't think you learn it right away. I think you learn it over with time. I remember we had was a double A game somewhere in Missoula, and the coach came out. He was taught, wanted to talk about something. I just said, "Hey, coach, how are we doing this evening?" And if you catch him off guard and you engage him in a a conversation, it goes so smoothly. Then standing there saying. You suck. We suck. We all suck. And I think if you could just find a way to talk them down a little bit and things like that, it, it gets kind of comical and kind of fun. Can you imagine? Can you keep a person? It's easy to throw a person because out. Because you can, can shock. You keep a person you, in a game. You shock the hell of a coach when you say, hey, coach, how you doing? What can I help you with? Yeah. How's things? When he comes out yeah. to talk to you. How's wife and kids? Can I can I help you with something? You know? Where are you staying tonight? Yeah. Right. Whatever. Like, what's, what's going on? What's going on? Like the other night, that that game that was I don't know it was it was one in the morning whatever it was because the rain delay game and the, the it was a pretty intense game that was going on between Haver and that team from Wyoming I, I can never remember what how how and uh, coach went out there and they were taking a little bit of time to get the they weren't going to make a pitch and change weren't sure what they were going to do and I went out there and I didn't I didn't have anything to say like the coach was just still talking I had nothing to say and I, I tapped the, the catcher on the shoulder the Jet was his name and I, I said Jet I'll race you back to home plate. He's like, all right, and then so that that, that broke it up. Well, sure. Like instead of going, what do you got? What are you doing? And like, there's so many guys who go out the mound. I never them. say a word. I just walk out there and just stand there and wait till they're done. Better that yeah. way. Like a lot, I, I, but I know a lot of guys. What do you got? What's going on? And then like, well, what's going on? If you're having a shitty night, that's what's going on. That's right. why I'm out here. They're waiting for you. They're waiting for you to say something, right? right. So there's ways you can handle that. And when I, when I said to, to that Jack, and he he laughed about it. He was like, okay, let's go. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. Instead of being a, an asshole and causing problems, and then putting a coach in a situation where he thinks he needs to be an asshole, and I think that umpires do that a lot. Is that both sides, like not all the time, but there's a lot of times where umpires and coaches think they're supposed to hate each other, but they really don't. No, right? Like it, it's just a, it's an odd dynamic that's been as long as baseball has been around. Like I remember back in the in the in the '90s, there like every pitch you get motherfucked no matter what. That's why I just like whatever. I don't care. Right. Like who cares, man? Like shut up, whatever. It it doesn't bother me at all. Like you, you hear all these horror stories, and you, but like a lot of times umpires bring it on themselves. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You. Not. Nah, yeah. I. Listen, we have we have some guys that are just like, like. Well, I I was I was not wrong. I I I was not wrong in that. And and guess what? You're wrong and now you're gone. Well, no, actually, you are wrong and you better eat some fucking crow while this guy yells at you for two minutes. Right. If it gets to the point where you need to handle the situation, that's fine. But just because you're the person quote unquote in charge doesn't necessarily mean that you're always right. Is that does that make sense? When's the last time you were wrong and had to eat something? Here's the greatest one. So uh, we're just going to go with this. So we're sitting out there at the State American Legion Montana umpire meeting. We're going over some things from last year. A Snapchat comes up, and the guy goes down, plate the plate, two really good Montana clubs, goes down, misses the tag. Umpire rings him out. Well, this gets 
to the meeting. And it just happened to be our head guy for the state, also happened to be our president for the state. He said, I was not wrong. This is how I was taught. And, and I understand I just teach PE for a living. I understand that cold-heartedly. But you weren't right at all. You were fucking wrong. You missed and you got ball. caught. And you're the leader. And you're the worst leader ever. And that just basically describes the whole state of Montana with his philosophy. Just yep. by that one quote. What did he say? I was not wrong. This is how I've been taught. The ball beat him there. It was a close play. He's out. Uh, no, you have to still take him in baseball. It's been about that way since 1894. Well, there's that thing that we don't ever talk about and don't ever look at very much as umpires that go that that's the, the rule book. Yeah. Oh, right. That's God. you still got to follow that. You still got to yeah. do it. Don't matter if you haven't looked at it since 1997 or if you looked at it last week. You still got to follow. It, and, right. Yeah. In 1997. Guess what? You can get away with it because no one was taking a fucking video of nope, it. Nope, no one right. had an iPhone but, out. Well, now, all the games this weekend have been live streamed. Probably the games in your association, wherever you guys umpire, they're probably some sort of parents either taking a video or a live stream no of the what, game. Okay, they're guess what? It's, yeah, you you get to actually watch it back. And yeah. you better be good. You better be able to sleep that night. Mm-hmm. Well, like it, you talk about the live streaming and video the parents have and everything else. And I, fuck, I laugh. A couple of years years ago in the WCBL and game in Brooks, the score was like eighteen to three in the ninth, and they're like, "It's time to go." Like the both teams were like, "It's time to go." Let's fucking go. Except for there, there was one kid, he he wanted a competitive at bat. Whatever. Pitch come pitch come down, and it was. I don't even think it was on chalk. It was in the others bat other batter's box, and I thought, "Let's let's it's eighteen three. We're going home." I fucking it was just it was strike two. So I, I called a strike, and he's like, that's not a strike. I said, yes, it is. I said, it's 18 to 3. It's time to go. Because that's not a strike. I said, I understand it, but it's 18 to 3. Because that's not a strike. I said, yes, it is. Because I'm going to watch on, on uh, whatever home team live tonight. I said, well, here's my phone number, and you, call, you, you can call me and tell me if there was a strike or not. Because I call it a strike, and it's still a strike. Yes, it's not. And I under- even when you watch it back later tonight, it's I still going to be a fucking I still call it a strike. The same mechanic was right there, kid. It's 18 to 3. It's time to go. Do you guys use that? At, like, there's like we talked earlier in Montana, American League Baseball, there's blowouts. Do you guys ever go, like, what do you say? Like, what do you say to I the don't. batters when they come up? I just, I just told, I just tell them I'm opening it up a little bit. You better swing the bat. Yeah. If, if it's a shit cannon, yeah. I just tell each kid that comes up, I'm opening it up. The zone is open now. I tell them. Yeah. It's open Because all of them know me. I tell them, the zone's open. Swing it. Like, to a man, though, I, I don't, like, obviously you don't want to be calling him above a guy's no, head or balls that bounce, you, you obviously. Keep it, you keep it in, you know. But there's a hula hoop there now, and you yeah. think it's good yeah. enough. Do you, do you guys do that? I yes. open it up. Oh, yeah. You have to. Especially, oh, yeah. especially in some of the American Legion oh, baseball yeah. we get. Like, yeah, you got to open it up. just again, this is pretty close to home, but Lethbridge is playing Fort McLeod, and it's 20-3 to 3 in the third inning. Guess what, man? Lethbridge and Fort McLeod, you better swing in the bat when you oh, come out. And there isn't one coach that's going to say anything. There's I a reason why think. they bring a bat up to the plate anyway. So you're trying to hit the ball. Yeah. So use that thing, please. Like, it's, it's odd that uh, – and it's game management. And, and that's one thing I don't think you can teach. There's a feel for the game. Like, if you, if you played a little bit and you've been around a little bit, it's not something – if you like, you get into umpiring. Like, I, I'm not trying to push guys away who are 30, 35, 40 years old wanting to get into it. 
And but but getting that feel for the players and coaches and everything else, it's it's not something that's ingrained in you. Like you have to learn that. Well, you have to thing. build friendships and relationships with coaches. And when I first came in, umpires and coaches did not talk. No, you weren't buddies with these coaches. And I'm like, why can't I be buddy with these? Are, these guys no. are cool. You I'm going to see them every day for or every week for, yeah, for the next fucking months, three months. And for me, I never had a problem with coaches, but my, you know, the, the top dudes in Malboa and Montana have issues with all these coaches. And they like to dump people left and right. But I, all these coaches in the state, I'm friends with. I have no issues with anybody. When's the last time you dumped somebody, Colby? Best one, independent baseball, Wolf Point, Montana. My daughter's ex-boyfriend. Fantastic. <laughs> that was the best ejection I ever had. I think the day before I got my daughter to break up with him because he's a loser. He's a loser. So we get to the plate the next game, and he's shaking his fucking head at me. The first, and these guys, can't. they can't average. They don't know what baseball is. So we get to the next bottom half inning. I ring up my bottom strike three. He's like, you're always fucking picking on me. I was like, I am fucking now. See you later. <laughs> Best ejection I ever had. Didn't worry about writing a report. I said, I got you. <laughs> you, Tim, what's the last one you had? I haven't had one in probably 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I just tell him to go back to the dugout. Shut up. That's the easiest way. I have nothing more to say to you. You know, go back to the dugout. Go back to where you came from. Yeah. I don't know. If you want to leave, leave. But I'm not sending you anywhere but to the dugout. Yeah, I had a, a guy, like I said, basically said that to, to the, there was a coach. I play at home plate, and I, I called him safe. And the uh, the coach, he come down, he wanted to have a conversation with me. And he uh, he asked one of his players that was uh, there telling the kid guy to slide or outside or inside, whatever it was going to be. So he asked that kid, he said, uh, was he safe? Was he out? And he goes, kid was saying, he's safe. And I said, so he goes, Billy said he was safe, he said. I said, well, Billy doesn't get a vote in this situation. Like, it's not a democracy here, right? Like, right. Just, like I said, just go back. He was he was out, and that's just the way it is. But Billy, I said, Billy doesn't get a vote. Like, yeah, that's not how this works. That's not how this works. Both like, I made a call, and it's over. Go back go back to the, your, your coach's box, and that's it. Right. And, and then it was done. Like, there was no kicking dirt and everything else. You, you got to be stern, but you don't have to be an asshole. No. Like there's no need being being an asshole all the time. I I don't think that. Sort of not aggressive. We right. you, you preach it all the time. You know, there's been a couple scenarios that have happened this weekend. That this is small stuff, but you know we we've barked back a couple times. Yeah. And not and it was out of necessity. Well, here really here it's like we're not gonna dump anybody anyway. No God no. We no. joke about it, but we're not gonna do it. No. But if you know, coach says something, we're gonna say it right back because. That's who we are. Well, that, that that's what I said at the coaches meeting on Thursday night. I think it was because we've been here for a month, but it uh, it's less than a week ago at the coach meeting. I said, like, I, I get it. You guys are competing. Coaches, you're going to say something. The kids are going to say something. They're full of adrenaline. For for ten seconds, they'll be upset. Right. And we're, we're, we're and we're the same way as umpires, where we go meet up behind second base and we're ah cocksucker and you fucking and, and you, by the time the game's over, you forgot about what you even was even said. Yeah. And I think that that's got to be taught a lot, a lot more than like the acknowledge or ignore, acknowledge, warn, eject. I ignore for a long time. Like it takes a yeah. long time for me to even, yeah, even give the guide my, give him a nod. Like I, 
keep talking. I don't care. Like, yeah, I, I just I just say fuck you under my breath and <laughs> just keep going because that's I don't care. Yeah. Sometimes in that scenario, the worst thing for you to do is actually look over there. Look over. That's exactly even, what they want. They want to engage in that conversation. To get engagement, and it's like no, I'm not going to give you the time of day, no. fucker. No. You're sitting on a bucket over there, and I'm right here making the call, five feet in front of me, and you're sitting on a fucking bucket. Yeah. Shut your mouth. You're 90 feet away. You don't need to even open your mouth. I know you're a coach, but just keep it shut. You're not the head coach. Zip it. You need to be seen and not heard. Not talk even. To, talk to your fucking kids. Don't talk to me. Yeah, it's, it's, and it, your coaches. Coach what, I, your what, team. I've all, what I've don't always thought weird about baseball is that in the history of baseball, like it's, especially leagues that we do, um, yeah, I know major leagues and minor leagues have instant replay and everything else, which I, if, a, if instant replay comes to the league I do, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm good. I don't need to be told I'm fucking wrong when waiting and everything else. But I'm going to start you. I'm going to just video it myself. Then I'll be out tomorrow. But uh, it's one of those things. I, I, I don't understand why a coach loses their minds on a call that you're not going to change. Like you're not. Yeah. Like you're, you're not changing it. Right. Like there, there's some that that coach lose their mind. They, 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 you want your they, to get your partner's help, but and so something might get changed in those ones. But if it's a, if it's a fucking strike or a ball, like right. I'm not changing. I'm not changing anything. And you're not even supposed to be arguing balls and strikes. That's it's that's actually a, a rule. Brand that's over. an ejection. That's an ejection. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I where just, was that? You're done. You're done. See right. It. it happens. And you can do that. <laughs> We, you and I have seen it. Well, we we've it. seen it. We've seen it. <laughs> I just say, Coach, are you arguing balls and strikes? And they say, No, sir. And I'm like, Thank you. And then we continue playing. Yeah. And you don't hear from them the rest of the game. Like, really, as long as I'm not getting patronized, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not patronizing. Get, yeah. Do it, not patronize me. God bless you, Obert. Okay. Can, <laughs> okay, can we tell a story? Like, I wanted to hear you guys' best Obert stories. I don't you, I would have you work with him much. I just I just love the man. He's always he was, Bless his heart. Cody, tell a story of this. He's umpiring Moose Monarchs, and I can't remember. Maybe it was Ellen or something. And the coach comes out <laughs> to the visit and little thing happens. Next thing I know, I see the coaches headed out to the parking lot. Nice grassy field, pretty comfortable. <laughs> and uh, so the game gets over, and Brandon's pretty pretty hot and pretty hot and bothered about it. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna let that coach patronize me." I was like, "Oh, that's I'm with you. I'm with you. Would you like a beer? We calm we calm him down, and and uh, he's good to go." <laughs> they don't want to get patronized. Yeah. No getting around yeah. that. No, it's crazy. Like, you go through the years, again, you laugh and you joke and you fucking just go, what the fuck was that about? You don't even know why guys are mad at them. No. Like, what the fuck? Is, why is he mad? I don't know. Fucking kid struck out. Have you have you ever had a coach ask you to throw him out? Oh, yeah. They're like, please, just, I said, dude, you're not going anywhere. Because I, if I have to stay here, so do you. you have to stay here. I've, I've done no it as a basketball coach. I said, please fucking get me out of here. This is fucking terrible. I said, I'm mad. I'm pissed. I'm gonna, just going to kick the chair. Uh, you're not running very fast up and down the fucking court, and it's pissing me off. I said, I got to go. Do something. Get hockey. me out of here. In hockey, like in hockey, it happens all the time. All the time. They're literally just bitching to bitch and hoping that somehow, some way, that 17-year-old kid's going to find that spark to start playing harder. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not, oh, it's yeah. not going to happen, man. I know what I know where this is going, 
Okay, and I know why it's going there. And guess what? It's 7-0 in the second period. Yeah. I got to watch it, bro. Yeah. You're fucking watching it, too. Yeah, you're not going Sorry. anywhere. No. I begged for one. I was like, I'll feed you after the game. I'll get you because I'm believing <laughs> too. I'll make sure your plate is warm. Just get me the fuck out of here. I'll go cooking for you. Yeah. Worst call you ever made. Worst call I've oh happened in the state double A tournament. Uh well, well that was the worst call. Good game, Billings Missoula. Uh we had a left hand batter. Seth Kitchen was here with us this weekend. Uh check swing. Uh on left hand batter. Go right to first base. Hey Seth! Big, I just wanna what do you got, Seth? And out comes Billings. What, what, you got to go to third. So like, hey, coach, coach, coach. Can I go, coach, coach. Hey, yeah, I fucked that up. Um, <laughs> first round's on me. I just walked away. <laughs> I just, first round's on me. And he just laughed. It's like, I said, I'm not going to bring down my third base guy with me when I just fucked it up. Yeah. So, yeah, shit. Shit, I don't even know. Oh, state tournament last weekend. It wasn't really a fucked up call, but I rung a guy up on strike two. Fuck, man. I, all time. I, all time. And then the next pitch, same spot, and I rung him up again. <laughs> yep. Three. Fuck. We had a, I was also filled with a, <laughs> Jim was having a rough go over. He wasn't having a very good game. And I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Yeah. A home plate guy was having a, a tough game, and the bench gave it to him. Not hard, but they were like, where's that? Where's that? Like, like oh, fuck. And he was having, a, he was having a tough game, and he wanted, like, he, it was the seventh inning. He was he was like, "Can this be the ninth? I want to get the fuck out of here." Three zero count pitch was a, the three zero pitch was a strike, and they fucking got on him a little bit. And uh, next pitch, fucking right down the middle, he fucking rung the kid up on a three zero count. Like, oh, that's not good. That's not good. I took my hat off my my head, put it on my chest, and let a moment of silence for him. Right, <laughs> one of those things. Like, holy Christ, that ain't good. Uh, yeah, those uh, ringing guys, I don't think I've ever done that. I came up quick last week uh, on one. I went, yeah, that's it's a strike. So <laughs> one of those, right? I gave the point instead of the, uh, the, the, well, the see, ringing I the guy. I didn't notice when I did it until I looked at the scoreboard. And I was like, oh, I yeah, was halfway really through it. I, and, I, and you guys already made fun of my strike three call. So <laughs> <laughs> did you say, yeah? I said, yeah. Yeah, you're out. Yeah, yeah three. <laughs> the look of despair on a kid's face when they're when they're, 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 they're no. told they're out. It's only strike two. Like dude, it's strike two. Yeah, like, and I was fired up too. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good game. Do I tell the kid? Do I tell the umpire strike three? Is he gonna figure it out, or, or do I just walk back? Like you just wonder what the conversation. Everybody just like. laughed, and every everybody um, just laughed. It's so it. like it's so fun. It's I think, like, like whatever. You're like a you're like a rodeo clown out there, anyways. They're going to laugh at you. Like you said, laugh. They're going to talk about you. It's just managing a game, managing It's It's not a big deal. It really isn't. It's called a game. And one thing that we we talk a lot about in our, at our clinics and stuff, and if you're, if you're in position and you're working hard, you're not going to get a bunch of pushback. No. Right. Like you're going to miss a call. You're going to miss a pitch, whatever. But if you're in position and working hard, it, the game takes care of itself. Right, the game will take care of itself. And like one thing we we talked about last week on Zoom was like, let's let's keep everybody in games. Let's not be the reason why anybody loses wins or loses the game. And that's all it comes down. Yeah. To. Really. Well, I, and if you're moving, you know, you're doing your mechanics the correct way, and sliding and moving, you know, using your voice appropriately, right. all that kind of stuff. Communicating with everybody, there's no problems ever. But the t- the minute you 
are like, fuck, I'm, I'm not going to make this rotation as, as good as I should. Yeah. That's when the play happens and you're like, every fuck. time. Yeah. So if you stay on top of it every single play of the game, then there's no issues. Yeah. Every time. No, it's, it's, it's crazy how the game works. It's it, like, what, what can we do here in Montana and Alberta? Well, I'll just keep saying Montana. We just need to apparently, do apparently Southern Alberta and Montana are the same, same thing. Anyway. Yes, I learned that today. what someone told us today is that they're yeah. the same place. He's very, he's very yeah. um, adamant adamant about the, the, that Montana and uh, Southern Alberta exact same thing. So let's run with that. Uh, what is Mon-Berta. the... Uh, Montberta. Yeah, Montberta. Montberta. Like uh, what's something that's, that, that needs to happen... With the uh, the young, like you got, he said you got a lot of young guys. What's something that needs to happen for sure to make sure guys stay in it and get better? Just the working games part. We can, you know, just keep bringing them up. But see, like for us, we need to start like a circuit or something, you know, and get people moving around. But everyone works, you know, and that's a tough thing. Except for me, I don't work in the summer. I just umpire. We had a we had a really good young umpire at the state AA level. Uh, Alec Alec uh, Cromwell, I think his name was. He was really good. Handled coaches really well. And I, like I, I made the comment at the bar, following the game. I said this state and everything has to find ways to keep you coming back for more. Could make we, sure this you don't get the next state tournament ten years. Could we down send the these road. young kids? Find a way clinics, to, like yeah. the big clinic that those the two big wigs did, but and they they're gonna step away. So if we get the young guys to clinics, good clinics, maybe that they can come back and teach yeah. us. Yeah, the opportunities are endless. Because if they're situation. if they're teaching us new things, we're learning new things. They already learn new things. Well, like you were saying the other the other night, I can't remember where we were, what, how the conversation came up, but. Things have changed. Like we aren't oh, taking yeah. calls from first base or center anymore. We're, right? we're at second base. Like we're not doing this. We're we're doing different we're things. Three math. Yeah, we're doing different things here. We're doing like things are just different now. And so, like like you said, like to get to a kid to a different clinic, they might teach us old dogs a new tricks, right? Yes. Well, we're always looking for new things to try and do. Yeah. We, well, you know. Yeah. Going to clinics, great. Absolutely. Watch. The best dudes do it. Watch Major League Baseball on TV. Yes. And well, watch yeah. the umpires, man. That's kind of a lost art form. Just the, getting in and watching. The only reason that I stood a little bit Kids deeper. don't watch baseball. No, I yeah. know. But that's what I'm saying is if you want to be an umpire and you want to do these state tournaments, you want to get better, like, yeah, we can show up to the game and be like, hey, use your left hand, not your right hand. right. Get up the line on, a, on when your partner goes out, all that kind yeah. of stuff. But, like, they can literally sit at home. It costs them no money. Yeah. And they can learn excessive amounts of things. This is where I'm supposed to stand. This is where. Oh man, like, you like know? YouTube videos too. Like there's so much on YouTube. Oh, it's awesome. Watch yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. Yeah, you just have to wanna. To make like, it some, some of the best ones I watched is that John Gallant I've had on the podcast before from the, the, the Tri-State Elite Empire mm-hmm. Association. His videos are unbelievable. Like it, it's just, it's just clinics, and they're they're great. It's just a great learning tool that uh, that that we that we use. Yeah. It's it's like it's unbelievable. It's like it's just, but it has to get pushed. But if but if you don't know as a young umpire, like we can only do so much. It has to come from the top, right? Yeah. Right? And filter down. And like you said, it is getting getting younger kids. Give them this tournament. Hell yeah. It, maybe not give them a championship, but give give them the the Tuesday or the 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 Thursday game. That means who gives a fuck? What one o'clock? That's exactly. odd as shit. 
Like, but Havnett, <laughs> Havnett's at third base, and he can't just to be out there. It's not, it's a goal to have, and, it, and that right. keeps guys in it. And then guys, yeah, but we can't. Well, something that I ran into, I gave a, a rookie a district tournament because he lived in the town. So, and then he bounced on us the next year. And it's like, he was good. Yeah. Maybe not that district tournament good, but it was in his hometown. So he, he had got the local role. And then he bounces on me. So I lost, you know. So raise him up, put all that time into him, and then he leaves. Yeah. So that's what I deal with too. Or I'll have a guy for four years. He goes to college for four years at MSU. I have him for four summers, and then he graduates and leaves. I think one of the things we're having, well, and I, it's tough, well, you know. and I think it's popping up even more and more. And we're having females come into this industry too a lot. And I have one right now that really loves umpiring, and I'm putting her on some junior college softball stuff and things like that. And hopefully, this 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 gig and things like that can promote her and help her. I know there's one in Missoula, and hopefully, they're doing the right things with her and not keeping her down at B, yeah, B level every Tuesday night, and giving her giving her some stuff and. Helping her out and no, if, there. if you're good enough, you should be able to do whatever. Hell yeah! There's <laughs> ladies in Canada that do it, like semi-pro ball that I've seen. Lisa yeah. Lisa Turbot was she was that she's the first female ever to go to T12. She yeah. she basically was doing professional baseball. She needs to come down and do a clinic for all the ladies. Yeah, what needs to be taught at a clinic? Like I didn't go to the oh. one that you, you guys oh. said it was with a bit a bit of a shit show this year. Oh. What what need like what because on the rubber set, call blah, 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 blah. And you can't really teach game management. You need to teach game management. What needs to be because my, I, 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 okay, yeah. one doesn't need to be more clinics. Well, we just, but you can't because travel and cost. And yeah. The should there be different levels of clinics for American Legion? Should there be different like situational clinics or maybe throughout the year, Zoom meetings or whatever? Like what can be done to, to make it better? Because sitting here bitching doesn't doesn't fix no, it. No, I understand. The, well, the one thing that we did last year at the Malibu Clinic was we actually got on the field with a team, and guys were in positions. They were doing rotations, that kind of thing. Uh, every time we go to a clinic, we go and we do our little plate stance. We call pitches and blah blah, blah which is good, whatever. And then we go sit in the class for eight hours. Uh, and then we and then we and tell, all years Charlie Brown's fucking teaching. And then we tell them, okay. When the ball gets hit the right center field and the runners are in the third and we rotate, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, great. But, like, you need to put the dudes on the field. And see it. And watch them do it because then you can you can understand maybe why they're making the mistake. And you can fix that, you know? Like, obviously, for us, in, well, even here, in December, we're not going on the fucking field. No. In February, we're not going to be on the field. So we have to... You know, we go to indoors, which still aren't big enough, but it gives guys more of a situational awareness rather than just sitting in in a in a chair behind a desk in a classroom saying, "Okay, yeah, when that yeah. guy goes to third, I need to rotate home." Like, no, that's it's not teaching anyone anything. It, I mean, that's how I feel anyway. But. Well, I don't, I don't, I haven't learned much of anything in the last eight years from clinics. It's everything that I do myself and study myself. Well, it's repetition, right? Like, right. Like, like, even with me, like, you, like this this winter going and seeing pitches lots uh, through PBA and sitting there, it helped. Like, well, I wouldn't watch pitches up here. And, and it helps. Yeah. 
And I, well, and why umpires? I, I said it before on, on on this podcast. I said like, if you if you're if you want to get better, there's always pitches being thrown because baseball is different now than it was 20 years ago right. because p- kids are playing all year long, indoors, outdoors, whatever. And coaches, be, I think, would be more than happy to let you see pitches because mm-hmm. then they won't yell at you come fucking April and May. Right. Right. So I think like you have to get out there. And get better yourself. Do games, do right. games, like yeah. do games, but do do stuff for yourself. Because and if and associations have to do better, like Malbuma maybe should reach out to certain towns. Like if Haver has something, make sure that Haver Haver baseball calls Kane and calls calls Darren or whoever the fuck, and says come watch pitches tonight. Right, right. Like, ha, like it, it can't just. But Malbuma has to 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 start that. Like to, to call all these associations and say, if you want better umpires, you got to help us make them better. I think they really got to find a way to use their sources. I mean, because we have Ryan Knight who's in twelfth year, twelfth year of the major leagues or whatever right now, and he's a Helena, Montana native. And why why are the, these head guys aren't calling this guy in to come and why isn't it? that guy at the fucking meeting in March? Man? Yeah, why why is he not a regular? Pay the guy whatever he wants to come down. To make the state better, you have your own resource. Well, his own... dad, Jim, I worked with his yeah. dad. Jim was a legend, man. Around, you own, in your own but backyard, you in your own backyard. Instead, it's just, it's just an ego thing. Why, you, you know, just God dang it, we could be all be getting better. We could all be picking this guy's brain. I just think it would be fantastic. It, it doesn't make sense. Like umpires, we had him for one year. In one year, and we had some minor league guys for a year. Yeah. But they all bitched about money and how much it costs. And it's like we got thirteen thousand dollars in here, and you two bigwigs are going to clinics that aren't you're not even teaching anybody about. Well, and like we like in we had money in our account in, in Summerburg Umpire Association, and I came in. I said, "Well, let's spend it. Let's make things better. Let's get shirts like something something that makes you feel like you're part of something, right?" Yeah. And like we talked about it the other day, is like with like you have a website because kids like websites and everything else. You've seen your name somewhere, all right. Like, Twitter account or a Facebook account or whatever the fuck it might well, be. Everybody should everyone that did district, state, and regional should have been on this website. Everybody Here, there's in the my state name. should be able to see that. Yeah, there's my name. Because when you don't get called for a tournament or something, you just sit around and wonder what the hell's going on. Yeah. Malbua needs to reach out to everybody. I found it I found it just like odd. Like I don't I don't need a pat in the back because a pat in the back's only three feet from a fucking kick in the ass. Right, but, but I found it odd that this was a, a big tournament for this state, for American Legion baseball in this state, and there wasn't any representation other than the umpires here for it. Yep, I found that. Like I, like I, I would know the guy. I would, I probably, I don't even know his name, but, and that's odd, considering I'm the umpire in chief. But it's just <laughs> one of those things. You're like, why aren't they here to come and say, hey, way to go, good job, thanks for doing this. Right. You don't, and they don't even have to be here the whole fucking weekend. Come for a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. We'll just show up for the banquet. You got a free meal. Yeah. It was a great meal. It was a great meal. Yeah. Great, great form. Yeah. It was, no, it was beef. beef, whatever it was. It's been, it was good. It's been a yeah. month. We've been here for a We've month. We've been here a month. Give me a break. It's Sorry. Been been been. I wish no, it, you just, was a month. Like it's, it's, you hate to, the biggest thing you got to do is you got to try to fix it yourself. Like, not yourself, but you got to have maybe just a. A, a set like okay we here's what we, we we think we need a, as the umpires going to the big wigs okay we actually need this if you if you wanted to get better 
this is what we know because we're the ones doing it on the field, right? right. Like, we're the ones who have to take care of things. You don't see one game a year at all. Right. Whereas you're going doing how many games in the South and you're doing how many games and you're, you're doing, I'm going to Fort fucking McLeod, my hometown. It's just state of disarray, but I just do it to try to help. Right. Right. And if you, you, they need to listen to us more and, but maybe we need to push it more to these guys and say, Hey, like what the fuck? Like we don't even get shirts, you know, yeah. it, it, it's, it's odd. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. just nothing there. And it's, it's, to to be like like we we take pride in, in what we do well, out there and we we enjoy it, but you still want a little bit of like incentive incentive. Well, we did get shirts that we made ourselves, but we thought <laughs> we were gonna have to pay for them. Yeah, exactly. So, that's the that's yeah. That is, like uh, yeah, I know. I did. I agree. Malibu should have just picked there, that right up. There's definitely there's definitely some ways that we could make Malbua. Uh, a fantastic association that leans towards teaching young kids, retaining umpires, all that kind of stuff. It's not like, okay, how are we going to do this? Like, we don't have any money. No, no, no. The money's there. It's there to be used. Okay? Yep. We're not a for-profit association. We're not. So why is like... It should, at the end of the year, there should be zero dollars. Right. And then we fundraise. Right. And through our dues, why are we, we paying dues if we got 13000 in there? Everyone, everyone shouldn't have to pay for dues for in the, the next. In the state of Montana, you used to get a card, and you used to get a rule book with an American Legion little logo identification yeah, I card. I remember that actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then a little rule book. Boy, that is gone. I haven't got a rule book in like ten years. No, it's it's crazy. And it's, guy asked me yesterday where I can get one. <laughs> the guy asked me yesterday where he can get one. One of the fans, I said, "Sure, I don't know. I have no idea." Amazon, baby. go online. Obr.com. Well, that's Boom. that's the thing. There it's it is. online all the time, right? Yeah. It's, it's, you it's on your a, phone. You don't need a phone it's right there. Like, we'll do it. Like, put your phone away, please. Yeah. But it's just funny. Like it's uh, no umpiring. It's 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 not as hard as people make it out to be if you're passionate about it. But it's, it's hard for people that don't know. Who, who, who don't doing. know. Yeah. And it's it, it's such a fine line and how to, to to get it all going. And like I love like I love it. Well, it's, that's it's probably bad. like what it is for any other any other any, any business. Right. If you're a fucking dot com dork, like I, it's they, oh I'm not great, a doctor. Right? Like I can't go and do surgery. Yeah. There's a different thing there. But I can umpire. It's not brain surgery. Yeah. It's not rocket science. But, but yeah, just the amount of passion, the amount of time. Like, there is a reason why the six dudes that are here are here. But there is. It's because of the passion that we've talked about tonight, but also the passion that we've shared over the last four or five days. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason why we're at the level we're at. It's not because we're like, you know what? I'm going to go out and umpire this year. I'm going to do 20 games. That's that's not enough. It's not. No. It's not. You're not helping the your association, and you're not helping yourself. You need to do. You didn't make yourself available. If you, if you're. I'm gonna. I'm an umpire. Great. I'm an umpire. I have four games a weekend for you to 10 do. Ten days. You know, like yeah, it's. You, you just wonder like how, how because like I said earlier on like all the money that gets dumped by parents into like that one kid said he got five thousand dollar pitching fucking lessons. He's terrible. Right. Terrible. Right. <laughs> so if that five thousand dollars got dumped into an umpire association that would help out a lot yeah oh, right man. so that's why i don't I, I don't feel bad when we when we raise our rates this year because nope. like parents are dumping money for little billy to fucking take hitting lessons and little johnny to do this and little, like 
but we got to find a way to utilize that money that we do have and, and make kids better and make her and make ourselves better because we, we can become stagnant as well there's no getting around that right. like it, it's one of those things and just simple things like getting guys jerseys right that, that have a the, the the american flag or the, or the american legion uh, patch on or whatever it might be and being part of a group and then like you said having a younger kid be, being a part of the uh, of a tournament like this, yeah it does it doesn't that. hurt like no. why not keep like, them around even if you even if you get a kid just to come for a day Come watch three games. Yeah, they're gonna get way more out of those three games by watching than any and game they don't. Hanging get. around the locker room and bullshit and laughing and going for like if they're old enough to go for a fucking well, beer. That's, that's hearing the war stories, right? Yeah, that's what I tell my young guys. I said, come out to the double A games, watch me and Lance, watch me and Eric, and mm-hmm. you'll get more out of it than me talking to you about yeah. what you need to do. Yeah, you'll see stuff because. Me talking to you is not going to do anything. But if you watch my mechanics, my footwork out there in the working area. Just think. Then, yeah. yeah. You'll know where to stand. You'll know that you can move around. You don't have to be planted in one spot. Yeah. And if you see me doing it, the leader or the president or the UIC of that area, then you're going to want to do it <laughs> and do it that way. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny. We talked about it at Sawa stuff. We're like. Yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna uh, get these umpires going and get them better. So we don't have to do games as many games, not not do any games, you but we don't to. have to do as many games. Well, unfortunately, that's actually not what the case is. We actually still have to do all of the games we do, and more, and more, in order to make sure that the guys that are coming up are getting the proper instruction on the field. Yeah. So if we just say, "Yeah, you came for you Here. came for ten nights in October or whatever it was." You're good to go for March. I'm not going to see you again. It's, it's a disservice. Or you, you take that, that, or you take whatever fucking thing happened in what was it, Helena? Yeah, no, was in Helena. Yeah, clinic. So, so that clinic was in Helena in February. Right. Have at her, boys. Yeah. That is right. That was no. for high school base, basically, basically for the high school baseball guys. That wasn't for the American Legion. Like how there's got to be like what would be the most central location in Montana like for that has a single A team? Helena Lew- Butte, Lewistown, Lewistown has a single A team, and they'd be like the most central, central probably. probably yeah. Okay, do they have a single A tournament in Lewistown? Yep. Yeah. Why are we not doing the clinic at that fucking tournament? Well, not a bad idea. No, but because we're not because other games being because played because there's other games being played throughout the state. I've got tournaments going on down in the south. Yeah, but but the thing is, is we host a Malibu clinic now, and fucking three quarters of the guys don't show up. Yeah, <laughs> like it gives some at least. You know what? I understand. I listen. I get it. We have games at home too, but it's tough. But the thing is, is guys are going to be more incentivized to come if they don't sit in the classroom for eight hours and go home. They're actually on the field doing doing things. It's it's providing an incentive for them. What we need to do then is. Get something going with spring baseball. Yep. High school baseball, Montana. Yeah, we're going to have to do it. So we're going to have to get high school baseball and get as many teams as we can for, like, a jamboree. That doesn't mean anything, but everyone, a game. Right. Everyone plays an hour yeah. and a half games. Hour and a half games. Six games a day. Seven and everyone's day. in their gear. You got you got 15 guys in plate gear. You got 15 guys in base, base clothes. And you just rotate. Yep. And and what if we did? What if we did three different tournaments? Like say we do one in one in May, one in June, one in July. 
Yeah. Shit, that'd be tough for me. But what I'm saying is, but and then it I gives, understand. and then it guys, it, you know what? I can't come to these two. I can go to this one. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. just everyone needs to be in Helena on fucking March 20th because that's else. when we're doing it. Right. Well, uh, what are you no, learning? Nothing. Right. right. So you know, like a couple years ago, we had the level three again. Baseball Canada, we're not, we're not getting into because we are, we talked about that. Like, start raising. His however, voice. in a couple years ago, we had a level three right, clinic in Lethbridge. He gets, he gets rubbed up. Okay, because so a couple years ago, we had a, that level three clinic in Lethbridge during one of our busiest tournaments, and there was guys, the guys did games, you were in the crews, and then there was also eva- well, I call them evaluators. I'm going to call them instructors for the purpose of this. They were actually standing with them on the field with earpieces in, talking to guys that were watching the game and being like, hey, you need to move this way a little bit. Get yourself a better angle. And this is like baseball. It doesn't fucking matter because it's in October. It's in September. There's no – there's no – there were three in games, man. Like it doesn't – you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We – like there's – with the amount there's of baseball – with the amount of baseball going on in Montana, that 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 can happen. Mm-hmm. It can. And if we don't see Tim Tim Vigilotti three out of the three times, if we see him once, that's still better. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess all in all, there has to be some buy-in yeah, for yeah. some guys, right? But I think once, if you get the proper guys instructing it and evaluating it, guys that are respecting the state, that guys will see the value. Yeah. I do. But the problem you got is that you got a lot of guys who are, like I said earlier on, they're just shirt fillers, right? Yeah. So are they going to, will they buy in? And then if, 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 if they don't buy in or if the the higher ups don't buy in, then you're just quicksand, right? Well, higher ups are going to be gone here shortly. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just, it's it's an odd, it's an odd scenario. Like, like you, like we're passionate umpiring. It's, it's, it's dorky and it's goofy and everything else, but, it's, it keeps baseball going. So well, umpires is it's just practice. Yeah. What was that mean? I think. And you just you just wonder how to to, to get look at them. Yeah. Said, on the on the same page. It said, I, I don't know. You were not addicted I, I to the officiating. You were. Nobody ever right. talks to anybody about that's what about this. Stuff. Does that's anybody ta- actually talk to to people about this? Like, the only people that are talking about it are, are us this weekend. I talk to my wife, but she just says, you know, we'll talk about it next time. Babe. <laughs> thanks, honey. Thanks, hon. Did my wife same way? Like, yeah. Thanks for talking about umpiring again. Thanks, babe. Yeah. Again. Well, thanks for being gone for five more fucking days while my was here with our with our two year old. Like. Oh, so. yeah, that doesn't work, but no, but just... yeah, like you said, we gotta these ter- at state tournaments and all this kind of stuff. We have to talk about these things. They're not just talking about, but like you said, write them down so that we can say, "Hey, listen, and this is what we talked right? about." Well, and right here is perfect because it's all recorded. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be out in the uh, every podcast platform that's out there. Yeah, uh, it's Woo! no, it's fun. Like it, it's great talk. I I love it. Like like the half of the fun of, of the games are fun, but. It's the BS and the fucking stories and the everything else. Yeah, that's where you meet people. And, like, you should go on the people the and the camaraderie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like, you, you, the, the horror stories you hear about, like, what the fuck? Well, you hear there? the stories about the dudes you're going to work with, and you're like, what's really going on? Are they really like that? And, yeah, yeah, they really are. It's pretty neat. You get that. Yeah, it's fun. Though. You, you laugh and you joke, and everybody's got a story. And they're all the same fucking story. That dickhead coach, that dickhead player. And they're all the same story, just different different towns or different cities, different states. It's a lot of fun. Like, they all I, go through the same thing. Yeah. What, <laughs> what do you love about the most? Oh, man. I, uh, you know, I, do, I enjoy getting the fact to kind of 
carry the legacy, not legacy or whatever, just something that my I shared with my dad. Yeah, it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, and I, I was I was able to take the field with him a couple times. In fact, he even brought him out of retirement. He did two <laughs> field games, and then we drove up 100 miles on the highway and finished the night off on another plate. So three plates in a day. I, I enjoy uh, that part. Jeez, of the I enjoy to do that. Fuck. I, I enjoy that experience. I, I enjoy uh, I enjoy shit getting around here, getting meet new people. I enjoy uh, I enjoy the kids. They're all fun, of course. They're the kids. I mean, that's why we do it. I enjoy you know picking the brains of coaches because. Kind of what I do on my spare so time. Just let you guys know you have to go through the front door. Sure. Okay. Thanks. That's what I like doing on my spare time as well as coaching some other sports. I like to try to pick their brains a little bit. Uh, it's a pretty damn cool experience. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's neat. Tim, favorite part? Probably just the other umpires. Because I remember when my dad would go off and do tournaments, we'd go with him as a family. And so I'd hang around all the umpires and go out to eat with the umpires and all the stories and all the joking around. 100%. And, yeah. You know, I used to put their gear on even after it was all sweaty. I'd be like, oh, what's this? You know? And now I'm the so fat guy out there that's all wet and everything now. And I don't know. It's just, it, I think it's it, it was part of a family thing that, we yeah. did. My brother did it. My dad did it. I think time. it was my time to do it and spent basically every single birthday I had at the ballpark waiting for dad to get off the field. You yeah. know, games go extra innings. It's like, come on, dad. We got birthday cake to eat. And he's like, yeah, man, we got like five more innings left, you know. Yeah. He's working the plate. I'm like, well, let's go. You got control of this, man. <laughs> Bring him up, man. My cake's melting, <laughs> brother. Come on, pa. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. All the, all that stuff, and and then being in ballparks, that's a, there's fam, the communities or families, you know, and yeah. you get to know the families, and they, you know, they're they grow up so quick. You see them for four years, and then they're done. They're done. And I and then new parents come in, and new kids come in, and it's just kind of neat to see the kids get better as they get older, and you know, some quit and go play football, or new kids come in and. That's fun for me. I just like watching them grow and then just building relationships with them because, you know, if they're like me and want to be around the game, hey, I can get you into umpiring. Yeah. That's what I do too. Hey, I can, I got an in. Yeah, there was one if kid you that didn't know. Back, I can't remember what, I can't remember what game it was, but he has, make pretty good money doing this. That's why I'm not getting rich, but it's good. Like, yeah. Huh. Kind of give you one of those. Like, get some huh. spending money. Yeah. yeah, think about it. He goes, huh? You only got to work. Yeah. I tell him, I say, some most of my rookies they'll work four games and then they pay for all their stuff. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll buy. You know, if you're if you need plate shoes right away, I'll get you plate shoes. And then buy them once from 1997 plus pause. 97 years. You're good for the life. We're not buying those Goodyear things. No. <laughs> <laughs> They've got four pounds of. Hairspray on. They them. are those shoes without the, the hairspray. They are dinner. heavy. They all save man. Oh man, oh. they're heavy. Matt, favorite thing about it? Man, I, when I first got in this, I didn't really know what to expect because I came from the playing side. Um, originally, I thought it was going to be all about you know giving back because I owed something to the game. Um, I really quickly realized I don't know shit to the game. I I did what I wanted to do. What I think is the biggest part for me now is building the relationships um, with the players, 
you know, if you're the home, if you're doing the plate building that relationship with the catchers, with the coaches, with your partners, and then and then talking about it after in the room, traveling to games like we do all the mm-hmm. time, hour and a half to Brooks, hour and a half to Medicine Hat, you know, that's the part that, and getting better, you know, like I get ten times better talking about that stuff on the trips, you know what I mean, than do actually doing the games and seeing also seeing like the joy and it sounds stupid but the joy in the players and coaches eyes when we step on the field and it's not someone that they're like oh god right. him again they're happy uh, they're you happy know what i mean yeah like it's yeah be a good game right today. exactly you know no that's big yeah. and 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 that that is why i continue to do it and and uh and i'm in montana and i'm traveling to sylvan lake and edmonton and, and saskatchewan and bc or whatever um that's that's why that's why yeah, the, the relationships are huge, right? Like it's 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 fun. Like even like been to Haver, never in my life until this year. Been this is my ninth night I've been in Haver this year, and the, the people are, are extremely friendly. And you, you know, relationships, you can let bullshit with them a little bit. It's been a lot of fun. Like it's been fun, and the it's just the 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 laughs and jokes you have, and guys are revved up. And then when it's over, it's 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 over, right? It, it's yeah. like okay, you were mad, I was not mad, but like. Okay, fuck off one of those deals right and it's over with and then the, the being out in the field being around like the, the the players that's the biggest thing like i i'm not a i'm not a i'm not a rat i'm not a fucking rat lover by any means um but it's just the, the fun times you have and the jokes and everything else and it's the, the war stories that umpires have because like i said earlier on that we all have war stories and, and they're funny and it's and it's just fun to talk about like last week when i was in uh Okotoks there, the Caleb Lombard, I worked behind him probably 20 times in the last year and a half, and it was his last game. Uh, he's done He's done playing this year. And I, will, I'll ne- I'll, I will never see this kid again, Like, and that's just fact. And he's a catcher, and I, I said, hey, I, I asked him between between innings, I said, uh, hey, you, uh, are you catching more night? Because I'm on the plate. He goes, yeah. I said, one, one, one last time for old time's sake. He goes, yeah. Let's do it. And uh, one of the like one of those. Like, I'll, I will never see that kid again in my life. Mm-hmm. But it was a fun. We had a fun night. We had some laughs. And the, the next night, I'm tired the game. And, and it's those things that, uh, as a baseball lover, and then as an umpire dork, it's, it's those things that mean a lot, right? Right. And you, it's 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 the those relationships, relationships that you make with parents and with and with coaches, and even this weekend. Couple of the, the guys, say, hey, you're on the plate tomorrow. Yeah, we whatever working out. With that. It's 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 fun, and when you get the respect and it's it's being, I, I don't want to like being relevant, right? It's right. one of those things. Like you go out and you're you're well, shoes, and it's respect. It's the respect, respect you get, you. and that your shoes are shined up and your shirts are your shirts right and everything else. And it's a re, and you're going out to do a job something that you love to do, right? And when you get that respect back, that's kind of what means the most to me. Like between my ears, like yes. you know what, this is pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Uh, for, it does. It does mean something. It does matter. You know, for two and a half hours tonight, or whatever, like for, for a nine inning game, or the hour and forty five, we're all here for a seven inning game. It's it's that respect that you get and being relevant to the game, and that means a lot to me. Like that's that's kind of the biggest thing to me. Yeah. You know, it's it's the whole thing. Yeah. Big time, yeah. It's been good, really good. Like it's just, it's fun. Like rubbing up baseballs, everything. Like it, the whole experience. I, I just, it, it's, it's, it takes a certain breed to do it. There's no getting around that. There's guys who just aren't cut out for it, and we, yeah. and, and and they try to force themselves into it, and they just, they just don't got it. 
Right, and they fizzle out when you use some garlic like turmeric. That's it. Anyways, anything else, guys? Any sure. closing notes? That was Actually, good. No. La, 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 last question around, around, the, around the horn. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. No. Yes. 100% it's a sandwich. It's a yes. hot dog. That's what it is. Bread and meat. <laughs> it's a hot dog. That's what it is. Meat <laughs> between two pieces of bread. It's that's one that, piece. That's doggy it's style. one piece. What that's cut. Okay. What what happens if if the bun splits as you're eating as yours did today? Is you it is that, is that now a sandwich? Yeah, but then but then yeah, you but just don't eat it because it's now no longer hot dog. A hot dog is a so bun it, so that's you, cut in listen, half. Here, it's not even cut. If, if that you're telling you're telling 280 me, says what a fucking asshole. You're telling me if if that <laughs> if that bun split that you were having a hot dog with, you would throw it away. I don't know why you're trying to justify your answer. You asked me a question. I said, absolutely not. It's a Oh, yeah. All right. Cody eats lots of hot dogs. He'd probably... There's the Hey Blue podcast, the Umpires podcast, for Umpires by an umpire, brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Your phone code, 1420 pod at SeatGeek.com today. And save yourself 20% or 20 bucks on your first purchase. Thanks, guys. We'll do this again uh, some other time. Fabulous. Okay, I'm good.